Hi, my name is Cedar, and this is another podcast. I am going to talk to you about sacrifice zones today. It's been a bigger subject for me because I happen to live in a sacrifice zone, and many of you may be wondering what a sacrifice zone is. A sacrifice zone is a area that people live that has a higher than normal air and water pollution uh, than other places in the city or state or country or whatever landmass that you're talking about. And the life expectancy for people in these sacrifice zones is much lower. Uh, Flint, Michigan is a place you may have heard of because of the water contaminants, such as being people health problems, would be another example of a sacrifice zone. I myself live in South Seattle, and uh, two places, Georgetown and South Park, are the most prevalent of sacrifice zones in the Seattle King County area. Uh, our life expectancy is down 10 years than the rest of King County in these areas, and we have a lot of toxic industrials in our neighborhood. Uh, Boeing, Ram Mounts, a Seattle Iron and Metals, uh, a few other machine places, but the uh, air there is thick with pollutants, and we also have planes from Boeing that fly too close to our neighborhood, so a lot of people have hearing problems from the plane from the planes going overhead. I have been doing much of my writing on sacrifice zones as of late because I believe that families, even if they can't afford to live in a richer place in the Seattle area like Laurelhurst or a place like Capitol Hill or Mercer Island, uh, deserve a place to live where they can live to a decent age and not die a whole decade earlier because they can't afford a nice place to live. And in my mind, as long as you're having the government that we have, is that the environmental groups, such as the EPA and the city, the county, and the port should work to help protect the community from the toxic industrials because well, for one, we vote for them and keep them in office. And for another, we pay taxes to pay their salary. So they should be listening to us and not using our neighborhoods as a dumping ground for the places of industrial that the rich people don't want to deal with. I also work writing about environmentals because... I am trying to get the attention away to do running cleaner fuels in the industrials because the biggest problem that people have with living in an industrial zone is that the fumes from the industrial companies do not burn cleanly and people don't enjoy having respiratory problems or cancer or the forever chemicals such as BPAs or CPAHs that 
get into the skin and cause reproductive issues in cancer, which aren't good. And people don't like living around that and breathing around it. Or if you are a worker at one of the companies um, working around it, place that I used to work at, Ram Mounts, did not have sufficient personal protection equipment. That was until the company got fined hundreds of thousands of dollars before I left, and then they finally got some big headphones to help with the hearing because I guess they were tired of being fined. Um, the only way that the industrials, I think, will change in South Park and in other places because it's not just about South Park. I'm concerned about the breathing conditions of other people in other uh, cities and states is that they be held accountable. It's like with children where if you don't hold children accountable for making mistakes when they make mistakes is that they won't learn from the mistakes and they'll just keep making the same mistakes over and over until they're finally held accountable and then they stop because they start recognizing that when they mess up and make life difficult for others that there are consequences to their actions. And one of the ways that humans learn from our actions and work to improve ourselves is we try this thing, it doesn't improve our lives, let's try something else, let's adapt instead of trying the same thing over and over and expecting different results because it just hasn't happened. Sacrifice zones, in my opinion, are because of money in a lot of places is that people in the sacrifice zones are usually marginalized people uh, Native Americans, Blacks, Hispanics, um, people that are from a poor background, low income. A lot of them are immigrants. A lot of them don't speak English. It's easier to take power away from people in these areas because they don't have the means to fight back. And the more pollutants that are pumped into these areas is worse for other people and it will continue to spread until there's no more room in the neighborhood for industrials and then they'll just eventually move and spread out more and we see the problems that are happening with the environment and in my neighborhood with the Duwamish River, which is a super fun site. So we can't swim in it anymore. It's quite honestly turning black from what I can see. I would not be surprised if it turned into one of those bodies of river where if you threw a lit match on it, that parts of it would light on fire due to all the pollutants in it, which is not a good sign for your river to be on fire. Um, I do what I do in trying to help the community because 
I've already been affected. I have asthma from working at a toxic industrial place, and I want the children of the next generation as they work to hopefully clean up the earth is that I want them to have cleaner lungs and not get leukemia and asthma by the time they're 30 years old because if that happens, they're not really in shape to help anybody else. This has also been a costly endeavor for me. I come from a richer background on my father's side, and I feel that I should be using that wealth to help the community become more independent so that hopefully the toxic industrials just leave because they see that the community is coming together and growing crops and raised bread beds and coming together and sharing more and working to diminish their power and force them to leave that way. And that's pretty much it on Sacrifice Zones for me.